Section 1 of The Personal Narrative of Travels to the Equinoctial Regions of America During the Years 1799 to 1804, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Personal Narrative of Travels to the Equinoctial Regions of America During the Years 1799 to 1804 Volume 3 by Alexander von Humboldt. Translated by Thomasina Ross. Chapter 3.25. Part 1. Some Measures. The longitudes mentioned in the text refer always to the meridian of the Observatory of Paris. The Real is about six and one half English pence. The agrarian measure called Caballeria is eighteen cordels. Each cordel includes twenty-four varas, or 432 square varas, consequently, as one vara equals 0 0.835 meters, according to Rodriguez, a caballera is 186,624 square varas, or 130,118 square meters, or 32 and two-tenths English acres, 20 leagues to a degree. 5,000 varas equals 4,150 meters. 3,403 square toises equals 1.29 hectare. An acre equals 4,044 square meters. 500 acres equals 15 and a half caballerias. Sugar houses are thought to be very considerable that yield 2,000 cases annually, or 32,000 arrobas, nearly 368,000 kilograms. An aroba of 25 Spanish pounds equals 11.429 kilograms. A quintal equals 45.97 kilograms. A taria of wood equals 160 cubic feet. Chapter 3.25, Part 1. Spanish Guyana, Angostura, Palm-inhabiting tribes, Missions of the Capuchins, the Laguna Parima, El Dorado, Legendary Tales of the early voyagers. I shall commence this chapter by a description of Spanish Guiana, Provincia de la Guiana, which is a part of the ancient Capitania General of Caracas. Since the end of the 16th century, three towns have successfully borne the name of St. Thomas of Guiana. The first was situated opposite to the island of Fajardo, at the confluence of the Coroni and the Orinoco, and was destroyed by the Dutch under the command of Captain Adrian Jansen in 1579. Note. The first of the voyages undertaken at Raleigh's expense was 1595, the second that of Lawrence Chemus in 1596, the third described by Thomas Masham in 1597, and the fourth in 1617. The first and last only were performed by Raleigh in person. This celebrated man was beheaded on October the 29th, 1618, it is therefore the second town of santo tomas now called vieja guiana which existed at the time of raleigh End of note. the second founded by antonio de berrio in fifteen ninety one near twelve leagues east of the mouth of the caroni made a courageous resistance to sir walter raleigh whom the spanish writers of the conquest know only by the name of the pirate reali the third town, now the capital of the province, is fifty leagues west of the confluence of the Caroni. It was begun in 1764, under the governor Don Joaquim Moreno de Mendoza, 
and is distinguished in the public documents from the second town vulgarly called the fortress el castillo las fortalezas or old guiana vieja guiana by the name of santo tome de la nueva guiana this name being very long that of angostura the strait has been commonly substituted for it Note, europe has learned the existence of the town of angostura by the trade carried on by the catalonians in the caroni bark which is the beneficial bark of the bonplanta trifoliata this bark coming from nueva guiana was called corteza or cascaria angostura cortex angosturae botanists so little guessed the origin of this geographical denomination that they began by writing augustura and then augusta End of note. angostura the longitude and latitude of which i have already indicated from astronomical observations stands at the foot of a hill of amphibolic schist hornblendschiefer bare of vegetation the streets are regular and for the most part parallel with the course of the river several of the houses are built on the bare rock and here as at carichana and in many other parts of the missions the action of black and strong strata when strongly heated by the rays of the sun upon the atmosphere is considered injurious to health i think the small ponds of stagnant water lagunas y anigadizos which extend behind the town in the direction of southeast are more to be feared the houses of angostura are lofty and convenient they are for the most part built of stone which proves that the inhabitants have but little dread of earthquakes but unhappily this security is not founded on induction from any precise data it is true that the shore of nueva andalusia sometimes undergoes very violent shocks without the commotion being propagated across the llanos the fatal catastrophe of cumana on the fourth of february seventeen ninety seven was not felt at angostura but in the great earthquake of seventeen sixty six which destroyed the same city the granitic soil on the two banks of the orinoco was agitated as far as the raudales of achures and maypures south of these raudales shocks are sometimes felt which are confined to the basin of the upper orinoco and the rio negro they appear to depend on a volcanic focus distant from that of the caribbee islands we were told by the missionaries of javita and san fernando de atabapo that in seventeen ninety eight violent earthquakes took place between the guaviare and the rio negro which were not propagated on the north towards mepures we cannot be sufficiently attentive to whatever relates to the simultaneity of the oscillations and to the independence of the movements in contiguous ground everything seems to prove that the propagation of the commotion is not superficial but depends on very deep crevices that terminate in different centres of action the scenery around the town of angostura is little varied but the view of the river which forms a vast canal stretching from south-west to north-east is singularly majestic when the waters are high the river inundates the keys and it sometimes happens that even in the town imprudent persons become the prey of crocodiles i shall transcribe from my journal a fact that took place during m bonplan's illness a guaycari indian from the island of la margareta was anchoring his canoe in a cove where there were not three feet of water a very fierce crocodile which habitually haunted that spot seized him by the leg and withdrew from the shore remaining on the surface of the water the cries of the indian drew together a crowd of spectators the unfortunate man was first seen seeking with astonishing presence of mind for a knife which he had in his pocket 
not being able to find it he seized the head of the crocodile and thrust his fingers into its eyes no man in the hot regions of america is ignorant that this carnivorous reptile covered with a buckler of hard and dry scales is extremely sensitive in the only parts of his body that are soft and unprotected such as the eyes the hollow underneath the shoulders the nostrils and beneath the lower jaw where there are two glands of musk the guaycari indian was less fortunate than the negro of mungo park and the girl of urituku whom i mentioned in a former part of this work for the crocodile did not open its jaws and lose hold of its prey the animal overcome by pain plunged to the bottom of the river and after having drowned the indian came up to the surface of the water dragging the dead body to an island opposite the port a great number of the inhabitants of angostura witnessed this melancholy spectacle the crocodile owing to the structure of its larynx of the hyoidal bone and of the folds of its tongue can seize though not swallow its prey under water thus when a man disappears the animal is usually perceived some hours after devouring its prey on a neighboring beach the number of individuals who perish annually the victims of their own imprudence and of the ferocity of these reptiles is much greater than is believed in europe it is particularly so in villages where the neighboring grounds are often inundated the same crocodiles remain long in the same places they become from year to year more daring especially as the indians assert if they have once tasted of human flesh these animals are so wary that they are killed with difficulty a bull does not pierce their skin and the shot is only mortal when it penetrates the throat or a part beneath the shoulder the indians who know little of the use of firearms attack the crocodile with lances after the animal has been caught with large pointed iron hooks baited with pieces of meat and fastened by a chain to the trunk of a tree they do not approach the animal till it has struggled a long time to disengage itself from the iron fixed in the upper jaw there is little probability that a country in which a labyrinth of rivers without number brings every day new bands of crocodiles from the eastern back of the andes by the meta and the apure toward the coast of spanish guiana should ever be delivered from these reptiles all that will be gained by civilization will be to render them more timid and more easily put to flight affecting instances are related of african slaves who have exposed their lives to save those of their masters who had fallen into the jaws of a crocodile a few years ago between urituku and the mission de abajo a negro hearing the cries of his master flew to the spot armed with a long knife machete and plunged into the river he forced the crocodile by putting out his eyes to let go his prey and to plunge under the water the slave bore his expiring master to the shore but all succor was unavailing to restore him to life he had died of suffocation for his wounds were not deep the crocodile like the dog appears not to close its jaws firmly while swimming the inhabitants of the banks of the orinoco and its tributary streams discourse continually on the dangers to which they are exposed they have marked the manners of the crocodile as the torero has studied the manners of the bull when they are assailed they put in practice with that presence of mind and that resignation which characterize the indians the zambos and copper-colored men in general the counsels they have heard from their infancy in countries where nature is so powerful and so terrible man is constantly prepared for danger we have mentioned before the answer of the young indian girl who delivered herself from the jaws of the crocodile Quote, i knew he would let me go if i thrust my fingers into his eyes End quote. 
this girl belonged to the indigent class of people in whom the habits of physical want augment energy of character but how can we avoid being surprised to observe in the countries convulsed by terrible earthquakes on the table-land in the province of quito women belonging to the highest classes of society displaying in the moment of peril the same calm the same reflecting intrepidity i shall mention one example only in support of this assertion on the fourth of february seventeen ninety seven when thirty-five thousand indians perished in the space of a few minutes a young mother saved herself and her children crying out to them to extend their arms at the moment when the cracked ground was ready to swallow them up when this courageous mother heard the astonishment that was expressed at a presence of mind so extraordinary she answered with great simplicity quote, i have been told in my infancy if the earthquake surprise you in a house place yourself under a doorway that communicates from one apartment to another if you be in the open air and feel the ground opening beneath you extend both your arms and try to support yourself on the edge of the crevice thus in savage regions or in countries exposed to frequent convulsions man is prepared to struggle with the beasts of the forest to deliver himself from the jaws of the crocodile and to escape from the conflict of the elements the town of angostura in the early years of its foundation had no direct communication with the mother country the inhabitants were contented with carrying on a trifling contraband trade in dried meat and tobacco with the west india islands and the dutch colony of essequibo by the rio Caroni. neither wine oil nor flour three articles of importation the most sought after was received directly from spain some merchants in seventeen seventy one sent the first schooner to cadiz and since that period a direct exchange of commodities with the ports of andalusia and catalonia has become more active the population of angostura after having been a long time languishing has much increased since seventeen eighty five note angostura or santo tome de la nueva guiana in seventeen sixty eight had only five hundred inhabitants Cowlin, page sixty three they were numbered in seventeen eighty and the result was one thousand five hundred and thirteen four hundred and forty five whites four hundred and forty nine blacks three hundred and sixty three mulattoes and zambos and two hundred and forty six indians the population in the year seventeen eighty nine rose to four thousand five hundred and ninety and in eighteen hundred to six thousand six hundred souls official lists manuscript the capital of the english colony of demerara the town of starbrook the name of which is scarcely known in Europe, is only fifty leagues distant, southeast of the mouths of the Orinoco. It contains, according to Bolingbroke, nearly ten thousand inhabitants. End of note. At the time of my abode in Guyana, however, it was far from being equal to that of Stabruk, the nearest English town. The mouths of the Orinoco have an advantage over every other part in terra firma. They afford the most prompt communications with the peninsula. The voyage from Cadiz to Punta Barima is performed sometimes in eighteen or twenty days. The return to Europe takes from thirty to thirty-five days. These mouths being placed to windward of all the islands, the vessels of Angostura can maintain a more advantageous commerce with the West Indies than La Guayra and Porto Cabello. The merchants of Caracas, therefore, have always been jealous of the progress of industry in Spanish Guiana, and Caracas having been hitherto the seat of the supreme government the port of angostura has been treated with still less favour than the ports of cumana and nueva barcelona 
with respect to the inland trade the most active is that of the province of arenas which sends mules cacao indigo cotton and sugar to angostura and in return receives generos that is the products of the manufacturing industry of europe i have seen long boats lanchas set off the cargoes of which were valued at eight or ten thousand piastres these boats went first up the orinoco to cabruta then along the apure to san vicente and finally on the rio santo domingo as far as torunos which is the port of arenas nuevas the little town of san fernando de apure of which i have already given a description is the magazine of this river trade which might become more considerable by the introduction of steamboats i have now described the country through which we passed during a voyage of five hundred leagues it remains for me to make known the small space of three degrees fifty-two minutes of longitude that separates the present capital from the mouth of the orinoco exact knowledge of the delta and the course of the rio caroni is at once interesting to hydrography and to european commerce when a vessel coming from the sea would enter the principal mouth of the orinoco the boca de navios it should make land at the punta barima the right or southern bank is the highest the granitic rock pierces the marshy soil at a small distance in the interior between the canobarima the aquire and the cuyuni the left or northern bank of the orinoco which stretches along the delta towards the boca de mariusas and the punta baja is very low and is distinguishable at a distance only by the clumps of moriche palm trees which embellish the passage this is the sago tree of the country Note. The nutritious fecula or medullary flower of the sago trees is found principally in a group of palms which m comte has distinguished by the name of calamia it is collected however in the indian archipelago as an article of trade from the trunks of cycas revoluta the phoenix farinifera and corypha umbraculifera and the caryota urines ainsley materia medica of hindustan madras eighteen thirteen end of note the quantity of nutritious matter which the real sago tree of asia affords sagus rumphii or metrozylon sagu rocks exceeds that which is furnished by any other plant useful to man one trunk of a tree in its fifteenth year sometimes yields six hundred pounds weight of sago or meal for the word sago signifies meal in the dialect of abonya mr crawford who resided a long time in the indian archipelago calculated that an english acre could contain four hundred and thirty-five sago trees which would yield one hundred and twenty-five thousand pounds avoirdupois of fecula or more than eight thousand pounds yearly history of the indian archipelago volume one pages three hundred and eighty seven and three hundred and ninety three this produce is triple that of corn and double that of potatoes in france but the plantain produces on the same surface of land still more alimentary substance than the sago tree it yields the flower of which the yuruma bread is made and far from being a palm tree of the shore like the chamaerops humilis the common cocoa tree and the loidoecia of commerson it is found as a palm tree of the marshes as far as the source of the orinoco note i dwell much on these divisions of the great and fine families of palms according to the distribution of the species first in dry places or inland plains corypha tectorum second on the sea-coast chamaerops humilis cocos nonifera corypha maritima lodoecia seychellarum label third in the fresh-water marshes sagus rumphii mauritia flexuosa and fourth in the alpine regions between seven and fifteen hundred toises high seroxylon andicola oreodoxa frigida 
Cunthia Montana. This last group of palmy Montana, which rises in the Andes of Guanacas, near to the limit of perpetual snow, was, I believe, entirely unknown before our travels in America. Nov. Gen. Volume 1, page 137, Seminario de Santa Fe de Bogota, 1819, number 21, page 163. In the season of inundations, these clumps of Mauritia, with their leaves in the form of a fan, have the appearance of a forest rising from the bosom of the waters. The navigator, in proceeding along the channels of the delta of the Orinoco at night, sees with surprise the summit of the palm trees, illumined by large fires. These are the habitations of the Guarayons, Tivitivas, and Warawetis of Raleigh. Note the Indian name of the tribe of Uaraus, Guaronos of the Spaniards, may be recognized in the Warawetti, Warawetti of Raleigh, one of the branches of the Tivitivas. See Discovery of Guyana, 1576, page 90, and the sketch of the inhabitations of the Guarayons in Raleigh Brevis, Descript Guyana, 1594, tab 4, end of note, which are suspended from the trunks of trees. These tribes hang up mats in the air, which they fill with earth and kindle, on a layer of moist clay, the fire necessary for their household wants. They have owned their liberty and their political independence for ages to the quaking and swampy soil, which they pass over in the time of drought, and on which they alone know how to walk in security to their solitude in the delta of the Orinoco, to their abode on the trees, where religious enthusiasm will probably never lead any American stylites. Note. This sect was founded by Simeon Senesites, a native of Syria. He passed thirty-seven years in mystic contemplation on five pillars, the last of which was thirty-seven cubits high. The Sancti Columnaris attempted to establish their aerial cloisters in the country of Treves in Germany, but the bishops opposed these extravagant and perilous enterprises. Mosheim inst hist Eccles, page 192. See Humboldt's Views of Nature Bonn, pages 13 and 136. End of note. I have already mentioned in another place that the Marishi palm tree, the tree of life of the missionaries, not only affords the Guarayons a safe dwelling during the risings of the Orinoco, but that its shelly fruit, its farinaceous pith, its juice, abounding in saccharine matter, and the fibres of its petioles, furnish them with food, wine, and thread, proper for making cords and weaving hammocks. Note. The use of this moriche wine, however, is not very common. The Guarayons prefer in general a beverage of fermented honey. End of note. These customs of the Indians of the delta of the Orinoco were found formerly in the Gulf of Darien, Uraba, and in the greater part of the inundated lands between the Guarapiche and the mouths of the Amazon. It is curious to observe in the lowest degree of human civilization the existence of a whole tribe depending on one single species of palm similar to those insects which feed on one in the same flower or on one in the same part of a plant the navigation of the river whether vessels arrive by the boca de navios or risk entering the labyrinth of the bocas chicas requires various precautions according as the waters are high or low the regularity of these periodical risings of the orinoco has been long an object of admiration to travellers as the overflowing of the nile furnished the philosophers of antiquity with a problem difficult to solve the orinoco and the nile contrary to the direction of the ganges the indus the rio de la plata and the euphrates flow alike from the south toward the north 
but the sources of the orinoco are five or six degrees nearer to the equator than those of the nile observing every day the accidental variations of the atmosphere we find it difficult to persuade ourselves that in a great space of time the effects of these variations mutually compensate each other that in a long succession of years the averages of the temperature of the humidity and of the barometric pressure differ so little from month to month and that nature notwithstanding the multitude of partial perturbations follows a constant type in the series of meteorological phenomena great rivers unite in one receptacle the waters which a surface of several thousand square leagues receives however unequal may be the quantity of rain that falls during several successive years in such or such a valley the swellings of rivers that have a very long course are little affected by these local variations the swellings represent the average of the humidity that reigns in the whole basin they follow annually the same progression because their commencement and their duration depend also on the mean of the periods apparently extremely variable of the beginning and end of the rains in the different latitudes through which the principal trunk and its various tributary streams flow hence it follows that the periodical oscillations of rivers are like the equality of temperature of caverns and springs a sensible indication of the regular distribution of humidity and heat which takes place from year to year on a considerable extent of land they strike the imagination of the vulgar as order everywhere astonishes when we cannot easily ascend to first causes rivers that belong entirely to the torrid zone display in their periodic movements that wonderful regularity which is peculiar to a region where the same wind brings almost always strata of air of the same temperature and where the change of the sun in its declination causes every year at the same period a rupture of equilibrium in the electric intensity in the cessation of the breezes and the commencement of the season of rains the orinoco the rio magdalena and the congo or zaire are the only great rivers of the equinoctial regions of the globe which rising near the equator have their mouths in a much higher latitude though still within the tropics the nile and the rio de la plata direct their course in two opposite hemispheres from the torrid zone towards the temperate note in asia the ganges the Purimputur, and the majestic rivers of indochina direct their course towards the equator the former flow from the temperate to the torrid zone this circumstance of courses pursuing opposite directions towards the equator and towards the temperate climates has an influence on the period and the height of the risings on the nature and variety of the productions on the banks of the rivers on the less or greater activity of trade and i may add from what we know of the nations of egypt merce and india on the progress of civilization along the valleys of the rivers End of note. End of part one of chapter two point twenty five.